Welcome to another episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. I'm James. And I'm Sarah. And on this week's episode, last week we read Sarah to Phil. So this week we're going to review the stuff that we reviewed on Sarah's um, Insights Discovery profile. And then we're going to read me to Phil. <laughs> <laughs> how, how are you feeling? Good. Um, I We have some updates. So, um, well, first of all, I have to apologize because for some reason um, I was going to... So, not for some reason. I was going to upload the video from last week's episode, but it did not record the screen share. So... That is not on YouTube. If you want to, if you were going to go and look for that, that is not there. So apologies. It's just the regular audio podcast. Which actually, now that I think about it, I don't even know if I added that to YouTube yet. Anyways, I, no, I haven't checked. Um, but that's so that happened last week. I did not, so I'll just do that now. It just takes a couple. And then I also earlier this week found out that I, well, Monday found out that I passed my last class with a ninety-seven point five percent yay so i was able to complete my degree and have my master's degree and finish with a 4.0 grade point average <clears throat> woot woot exciting stuff sarah on the other hand <laughs> <laughs> um had to drop uh their texas history class i mean i don't understand why it's a requirement but hey you know, I just like the depression hit too hard in October um, and there was not a way for me to catch up. And I recognized that. And I was just I, it was I was making it harder for myself to get other things done in classes that I could catch up on. Um, so rather than failing all of my classes, I decided to just withdraw from one and focus on the other two. I guess withdrawing is better, though, because, yeah, you don't yeah. get a fail. Exactly. I'd rather have a W than an F. Yeah. Um, and like, plus you're, you're allowed six. Oh, that's good. So like, this is only one withdrawal because my other ones, um, from when I had cancer, I was able to, um, get those with removed because I had cancer. Yeah. <laughs> um, this time though, <laughs> uh, because I, <laughs> I don't really have an excuse. I'm just depressed. <laughs> Speaking of de not depression, but mental health. Uh, so I decided on my way home, I was like, I'm going to get home. Bobo's going to want to go out. He's also going to want to eat. So I'm going to have like no time to cook. We're going to do the pot. So typically we do the podcast recording at 6 p.m. Eastern time. But today we had to push it back because I had to go into the go into the office and um, do stuff there. So I didn't get home until almost six o'clock anyways. So I got home and I was like, ugh. I have to do some dishes before I can even cook. And then I have to take Bobo out and he's going to want to eat and then go out a couple times. So I, I text her and I was like, I'm not going to cook. <laughs> so what I did instead of cooking is ordered, <laughs> ordered, I door dashed um, Wendy's, <laughs> which is like a mile and a half away from my apartment. But I got home and I didn't want to leave. So I was like, I'm just going to door dash Wendy's. So, hey, there you go. I earlier was like, oh, my God, McDonald's sounds amazing. Uh, but I'm like, I don't have the money. So we're not we're not doing McDonald's. But just know I'm thinking about it. Yeah. Well, do you have anything else going on? Any exciting? How's um, getting settled into your new role? It's 
exciting. Um, I it's kind of funny actually because a lot of the things that I've been doing, I'm still just doing. Um, but I'm gonna I'm gonna actually start learning some more administrative stuff here in the next um, week. Originally, we were going to do that this week. But um, there was a lot. Of, there was a lot more chaos than we were anticipating. <laughs> so um, I did have a meeting um, to learn because okay. So so it's because I work at a massage therapy place. I have to know how to receive a massage for like an interview. Oh okay. Because I was like why? Yeah. So there's they have to do. Um, a practical interview where they demonstrate like their skills and whatnot. So I had to do um, a thing on that, which was very interesting. And I was like, huh, huh, okay, all right, cool beans. Um, <laughs> also, don't you just lay there for a massage? <laughs> so when you're doing a practical interview um, for a massage therapist, you have to be like paying attention to um their technique their draping style um because you want to make sure that they're keeping you covered at all times um no no nudity no inappropriate touching you know that kind of thing no happy ending services no no happy ending services <laughs> no <laughs> but uh i have gotten obscene phone calls about that though oh that's fun Oh, yeah. I love, I love hearing um, a dude jacking off on the other end of the line when I did not ask for it. It has to be, it has to be re requested. <laughs> yes. If I wanted to hear somebody jacking off, I would ask for it. <laughs> but that is not what I wanted. And that no. was not a thing I wanted to do at work. <laughs> oh, also, um, I got a notification that our trademark for the now about that productions logo has moved on to the next stage so now i have to like submit um intent or something like that so i have to look up uh, i have to look at look into it and figure out what i need to submit for it and then this is i think this is the last stage and then we have a registered trademark i forgot we were even doing that well that's because it's been I submitted it in February, February. So it's like I was gonna say that was a while ago. I don't wonder. It's insane that it takes this long. So it takes them like almost three months at least to review it, and then if you have to make changes, then you have to submit your changes, and then it takes two months for them to review the changes, um, and then it takes them sixty days. It has to be out there pending, waiting for someone to like submit a claim against it. So if there's like a claim against it, then you have to submit paperwork showing that you do own it or whatever. So. <laughs> I don't know. It's weird. It takes forever. I don't see how people do it very, like, really quickly unless they, like, just pay an, an exorbitant amount. Right. But we right. will see. We shall see. So I have to look into that this weekend. But other than that, not much is going on. I yeah. say not much. Um, like, there's really not much going on on this end either. I, um, I'm finally almost completely ca caught up with my um, English class. I have one more assignment that's late that needs to be turned in. Um, and then I'm almost, I'm only behind on one assignment in my art history class. So, but all that's going to be caught up this weekend and then we're going to be good. Well, that's good. Well, you want to jump into reading me to filth? <laughs> sure. Okay. So now, just 
just as a reminder for everyone, last week we looked at, so go back and listen to from last week. We talked about what Insights Discovery is, and we looked at Sarah's and reviewed her profile and kind of what that means. And I pointed out some things that I agreed with and some things that I thought kind of maybe I didn't quite agree with. And then we just went through the rest of them. Um, And then this week, I sent Sarah my profile. So she's going. So what she did or what I asked her to do is one, go through hers, read the rest of hers and see highlight some things that she thought made sense and some things that she didn't agree with and then also look at my profile and then pick some things that she agrees with and some things she disagrees with so that's what we're doing this week yep and now the floor is sarah's for the roast of james ryan martin ah yes (laughs) i've waited so long no i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm just kidding um okay so it talks about um, your personal si- style, which is that you enjoy a theoretical, complex, and global concepts, uh, and that you're a strategic think- thinker who can clearly see the benefits and flaws of most situations. Um, you're also highly independent, which uh, I absolutely agreed with. <laughs> <laughs> James enjoys speculative and imaginative activities and work, um, practical, systematic, thorough and hardworking. James likes everything to be stated clearly and simply. In his own field, he has a leaning towards the technical, um, but may tend to underestimate his own abilities. I disagreed with that because I feel like... Go ahead, Sarah. Read me your filth. Go ahead. (laughs) I feel like if anybody knows their skills and abilities, (laughs) it's you. I know. I mean, like it. This, okay, first of all, when I was reading this, it sounded very much like a very diplomatic yeah. <laughs> way of saying that you think you know everything and you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like that's literally how it felt to me. Was like uh, there was one part that said, "Hold on, wait. Let me let me let me go down to the things that I highlighted." Okay. Um, as he likes conversation to be purposeful and may argue practicalities to the point of hair splitting, he tends to be convinced only by reason, which is absolutely true. If you've ever been in an argument with James, you know that this is true. Uh, We have not had very many arguments over our time together um, because we generally see things eye to eye, uh, though I do tend, I obviously am more emotional than he is. Um, but this is true. If you, if you get into an argument with him, especially about practicalities, he will absolutely (laughs) argue you into the ground and, and hair split completely unless you find like a really good reasoning. Listen, I'm not going to say I'm always right, but I'm also going to say I live by the philosophy of I'm always right, except for when I'm misinformed. Which I think you've said on the podcast before. Probably multiple times (laughs) Probably multiple times. Um, He does have a capacity for cool emotional detachments um, because he does think clearly under pressure. I don't understand how that works, but, you know, anyway, um, he's he's a good decision maker. Um, Let's see. Okay, this section I I did agree with a lot. Um, The interacting with others. (laughs) Uh, yes, that as well. 
So what are you talking about? So I was talking about, let's see, right before we get to the interacting with others, um, the part where he prefers to be left to work quietly on his own, which is when he achieves his best work. He uses his thinking to run as much of the world as he can and is in his element when a situation needs to be organized, criticized, or regulated. Honestly, I have said it before and I'll say it again. I could run the world if I have a great fast computer and a really very um, fast internet connection that is reliable. I would be able to run the world. And I believe it. Um, I feel like, and again, I, I know that this is different because who we are in our work lives is usually different than who we are in our personal lives. Yeah. Um, so the part where it said James will tend to talk openly only about subjects he knows well and which allow him to share his great breadth of knowledge or information, I mean. Um, I was like, really? No. And yeah, this is, again, this is more in a work setting. So this is geared towards how you react or how you work in a work setting. And I think I... I 100% agree with that because I, I mean, if it's something that I know really, really well, I want to give other people that information and like share right. it with them. I don't like to, and I also like to show how well I know something because I am a little bit of a show off because I enjoy showing how I've perfected or how I've kind of mastered something and showing off that, hey, I can do this thing. It's cool. <clears throat> yes. And like, and I, I assumed that that was probably the case because no. I was going to be like, in other situations, you're not super talkative. No. And I try not to be. I mean, I don't need, uh, I mean, I already take up a lot of space. Like I'm six foot four over 300 pounds. So I take up enough physical space. I don't want to take up as much. I don't want to take up too much emotional or theoretical space either. <laughs> When I'm in a physical setting. You don't, you know, you're allowed to take up space, right? I know. Uh, this and I thing. Will. I will when there are certain things that I feel like I need to make sure are heard and are known. True. This is true. I did not agree with this part that says um, the avoidance of social engagements may make him feel guilty at having forsaken a social duty in order to satisfy his need for privacy and solitude because that's not true at all. <laughs> None of that give, is true. I don't give half a shit if I'm, I'm like social. He gives literally no bucks. His privacy and solitude is always going to be more important than a social duty. Always. Although, again, this is more in like a professional setting. So I do kind of agree with that because if like if I social duty, that's kind of where it's kind of questionable. Networking is something that I'm trying to get more into. So I'm trying to get a little more out of my comfort zone for the whole networking thing because i i've recognized that in order to get somewhere or to move further in my career than i currently am i have to network and i have to get out there and like be seen and not just sit back and just do my job which is true so i have to pump up my green energy and my yellow energy and get out there and network and talk which i hate doing <laughs> I was literally just getting ready to say. Yeah. All right. Um. I do like the next sentence. Uh, he is likely to he is likely to prefer dialogue with which ends going on in his head and his internal critic to 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 participation in meaningless social chit chat with others. So basically, I like my own conversation in my head than talking to other people. <laughs> which honestly sounds about right. Yeah. Um. 
Oh, this is one of the ones I highlighted. Uh, roles that require empathy and sympathy may not suit him as despite his concern for others, he's likely to be more content dealing with things rather than with people. This is accurate. 100% agree, yeah. In both personal life and <laughs> in work life. <laughs> um, he Okay, so there was one spot I don't think I highlighted it, but there was there was another part that ties in with this next part that I'm going to mention where it said that you welcome criticism. And then I I remembered reading that and I was like, mm, mm. Uh, I don't know that it says that, because like if you look at the last sentence in this section, it says he dislikes being criticized by others as he is already heavily burdened by his inner voice of self-judgment which I already knew, <laughs> which I highlighted that. But hold on, let me see if I can find the other one because... And I will highlight, this one was done in 2019, I think. So what so this saying one, is, is just know that he's changed since then. <laughs> this one is a little older. It's not, it's not the most recent one because I couldn't find a digital version of the most recent one I have. And I wasn't about to scan it all in. Oh, super fair. Okay. I can't find it now. If I find it later, we'll we'll come back to it. It might be further but down. It That's what I was thinking was that it was further down. But again, it looks like I did not highlight it because I'm seeing the other things that I highlighted. Um, I went a little bit. I don't think I went nearly as far as we did on mine, though, um, because I felt like there was a lot of stuff that really fit, um, except for this part that says writing shorter reports. Yeah. Oh, um, OK. That I found it. Funny. It's in personal style. It's the in the first paragraph. He welcomes tough, accurate, unrelenting critiques as helpful in achieving the highest level of performance and objectivity. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. It's like the second to last, last sentence in the first paragraph. Yes, that is what I was talking about. And then you come down here and it says he dislikes being criticized by others. <laughs> um, And I was like, hmm. Yeah. I mean, I no, think it I, depends. I knew the part about the, uh, the already heavily burdened by his inner voice of self-judgment. Yeah. I've, I've met that inner voice. <laughs> there was alcohol involved, Sarah. We don't talk about those days. <laughs> <laughs> um, he just wants everybody to think that he is cool, calm, collected, and has everything together. But that is not always the case. Um, James's possible weaknesses. There's nothing listed. It's completely blank. <laughs> You're I'm such perfect. a liar. <laughs> Maybe perceived as being terminally serious. Yeah, that happens a lot. Constantly finding faults. Listen, calm down. <laughs> May suppress creativity. I don't believe, I don't think I agree with that one. That's the one that I highlighted as agreeing with because I think prior to us doing the podcast, like you, you didn't really play into your creativity as much. I think it maybe if there was one extra word in there between suppress and creativity and like fanciful creativity, maybe I would agree with that one or unrealistic creativity. Yes. <laughs> but when it's like, creative solutions to a problem bring yes, them on but it's not talking about creative solutions to problems it's talking about creativity like imagination and things like that uh limited by what he knows for himself has difficulty in quick or unprepared articulation can be too self-critical which is the other one that i highlighted <laughs> may get bogged down in the details but i don't feel like that one's as accurate for you 
I, I think it, it is very accurate in a professional setting. At least it was back then. I don't think it is anymore. Oh, drink a juice, Shelby. Oh. <laughs> it's my drug time. It's fine. Um, sometimes becomes ineffective when strong emotions are expressed. Overdependence on rules and procedures may be seen as too critical and skeptical. I mean, hey. Okay. But but let me not be rude and let me go up here and give you his key strengths as well. I always believe in putting the bad out there first and then talking about the good. Um, so good situational analysis. Pays great attention to detail. Knows the importance of detail within the process. I highlighted that one because that one I know for you is accurate. Yeah. <clears throat> Disciplined and precise. A strong work ethic. Diplomatic when the situation calls for it. Logical thinker. Good powers of concentration. Rapid reasoning. And able to deal with complex problems. And the things that I am extremely jealous of are uh, good powers of concentration. Rapid reasoning. And it's... It's very clear in my like day to day activities and like working that those two things do ring true because it's like the, I'll say something or somebody will come up with an issue and it's like I already have like seven solutions to the issue. So it's like, why did it take you this long to come up with one solution, dude? Right. Um. So I also liked because so when I'm reading some of this, I'm thinking of it more in terms of um our friendship group obviously because i've never worked with you no. so i don't i don't know what it would be like to have you as a co-worker um the blessing <laughs> like you are in our friendship <laughs> so you all would be so lucky so <laughs> this part where it says as a team member i just thought of this as in in regards to our our friend group um specifically the provides a fund of factual information data and statistics commits to realistic goals when sometimes that data and statistics are completely pulled out of my ass and you guys think just take it at face value because, like, I don't know why we do that either. I don't either. We just assume that you know. It's so funny because I'll just say something just so matter-of-factly. And Sam and Sarah are just like, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. I'm like, I don't even know if that's true or logical. <laughs> but thank Wait. you for blindly following me. <laughs> You know, I figure you haven't steered me wrong in the past 20 <laughs> years, so I think we're good. Um, oh, and then the brings a mature and stabilizing influence to the team. I mean, in some instances, yeah. Like, I just, I know that there are times that I bring a mature and stabilizing. Like, I know that I, I tend to be the glue that kind of holds everything together. Um, but I feel like I've become less glue-like over the last few years. <laughs> As my life has been a little too much, so. <laughs> and more like uh, scotch tape, where it's just barely hanging on. <laughs> barely hanging on. <laughs> we're, we're doing our best, folks. We're doing our best. Wait, um, I thought we were supposed to be reading me to filth. Why am I dragging you? <laughs> I don't, because you can't, you can't be the only one going down in this situation. That's true. <laughs> um, okay, so these are do nots when communicating with James. Um, say one thing and do another, which I agree. I'm the same way. Um, be put off by his formality. Be flippant, inconsistent, fanciful, or ostentatious. And I'm just like, I'm inconsistent and fanciful. And ostentatious. How am I ostentatious? Just in your daily activities, your life is just ostentatious. Okay. All right. Um, be late for the meeting. I'm always late. Um, <laughs> which is so funny because I'm not lit ever late anywhere, like to work or anything like that. 
Like if it was a work meeting, I would I'd be there 10 minutes early. But so she values her so she values her work relationships more than she does her personal relationships. (laughs) No, I just figure if you haven't gotten rid of me after 20 years, uh, I'm sticking around. So plus, I know you're not going to be shitty to me about being late. (laughs) Some people are. Um, If I am, it's always for fun. Right. Like, I know you're not being serious if you're giving me crap um take adversity lightheartedly which that one i highlighted as disagreeing with because i feel like all we do is take adversity lightheartedly i think it means like adversity towards other people not ourselves i'm just like i don't know i don't know i was like take adversity lightheartedly literally all we did was make jokes about my cancer (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah that i mean <laughs> I call that taking adversity lightheartedly. <laughs> um, be too loud and hearty. God. Speaking of, ooh, and if she listens to the podcast, I apologize. Your children are adorable. They were cute. Whatever. We had a um, mentors luncheon for this the ESL program that we're, we have. Uh huh. And it was a lunch and learn thing. And well, the person that leads the employee resource group or ERG um one of well one of the leads she brought her kids and they were running around and i was like oh my god i hate children i know you poor thing um force him to take positive stance on an issue without time for thought i agree i also don't like that um discuss peripheral matters unrelated to the task in hand i'm very task focused you are very task focused um expect rapid acceptance of changes to his accepted methods i don't i didn't understand that one uh try to build a relationship too quickly so basically for that other one it's like if i have something that i am used to doing one specific way and it changes don't expect me to accept it quickly Ah, like there's going to be resistance I'm the same way. Um, comment on his personal appearance. And I I marked that as disagree, um, but only in that if you're going to comment on his personal appearance, it has to be a compliment. Like if you're I, not. I don't like compliments technically, especially if it's, well, I think this is, if it's in front of people, um, it's very embarrassing for me to like, to receive compliments anywhere. I tell you all the time you look good. Yeah, but that's not in in front of a bunch of people. It's on a podcast. That maybe like four people listen to and I'm three of those four. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. I'm three of those four. Oh my God. Oh my God. Anyway, um, be over humorous in a serious situation. Like I don't agree with that one. Unless it's like a work situation. That's that's what I was getting ready to say is the only time I could see that being a thing is if we're in a work situation. Um, but I also marked that as being a disagreement on, on mine. I think that was all I, um, yes, that is all that I ended up highlighting. Um, but I did appreciate, hold on, um, in under managing James, um, it says James needs only the minimum of social chit chat around him. I do like in the possible blind spots, the second paragraph, the very first thing says, because of his self-containment, he has a difficult he has difficulty sharing his reactions, feelings, and concerns with others. It seems unnecessary for him to do so. <laughs> Ouch. Jesus. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Ugh. 
Um, as to mine, because I was going to say something that I disagreed with. Okay, I disagree with the anything in here that mentions that I am quiet or that I like bring a quiet enthusiasm. I'm absolutely loyal for sure. Um, and I do bring enthusiasm. I would not consider it a quiet enthusiasm. No. Um, and then also I disagreed with the uh, relaxed about what others may think of them. Because that's not true. That's not true at all. I'm constantly freaking out about what others may think of me. Um, and then obviously, as we as we talked about last time, the not easily ruffled or flustered. I, I agree with you. That one is not accurate. Yeah. It depends. Like, there are definitely times where I am, like, not overtly ruffled about things um but usually it means that i'm in trauma mode so i i'm not i'm not processing anything at that moment whatsoever so oh so um, this was in 2022 so i was just looking over it sorry um no, and i was i was looking at the one that i did in 2022 which is the one that you're looking at and the one that i did in just a couple months ago for the accreditation and looking at my collars so the yeah. insights discovery collar dynamics my blue is unchanged it was still 99 percent um, <laughs> my green went down <laughs> so it went from uh 49 to 47 percent my yellow went way down <laughs> it went from 22 percent in the in 2022 to in just a year later seven percent <laughs> Oh my god <laughs> and then my green or my red went up a little bit and went from 57 to 70 and then really in the unconscious it didn't change much my blue and my or less conscious my blue went down or went up way way much like in my less conscious it's 93 percent, and then in here it's 78 percent. my green went down a little bit my yellow stayed the same because it was it's basically so it's based off of the your less conscious graph is based off of the opposite of the or it's based off of the opposite color on your conscious graph. Mm. So because my night my blue is 99, yellow is the opposite of blue in this. So the yellow here and in both of them in my less conscious is always going to be one if it's 99 in blue. That makes sense. It's very weird. Anyways, okay, back to you. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I also disagreed with the be careful to maintain the status quo when communicating with me because I fucking hate the status quo. And like, I'm kind of wondering if that's what that actually means, like that specifically, or if it's talking about something else. I don't know. Um, and I think that was, let me scroll down here. I scrolled too far. I'm looking at my graphs. Okay. Now see, I agree with where it says that I should would benefit from writing shorter reports. <laughs> um I do I do need more confidence, sincere appreciation, job clarity, and sympathetic management. <sighs> Which I mean, we're doing okay right now. Like as far as management goes, my manager's pretty okay right now. I mean, you're the assistant manager now. So if she's not, or they're not, step in. Say, listen, ho. Listen, ho. Don't make, don't make me pop this titty out. And... <laughs> like, you That's know. Inappropriate, Sarah. Jeez, get it together. That, that is extremely inappropriate. I don't I don't know what I what I was thinking. Um see, okay, here's my thing with the opposite insights. Where it talk because my opposite 
is um, the director. Um, and like, it describes directors as forceful, demanding, decisive people who tend to be strong individualists, right? Um, it says they want freedom from control, supervision, and details. And Sarah may see the director as aggressive, intending to order people around. Um, and I'm over here like, but I also want freedom from control, supervision, and details. <laughs> Yeah, but I think it's in a different way because you, they, a uh, director wants to do it so that they have the freedom to make choices and make decisions. You want it because you want the freedom to have your fanciful thinking and your unabashed creativity. Okay, but listen. <laughs> okay. You know what? I came to this podcast to have a good time, not to be attacked. <laughs> you came to this podcast to attack me. Turns out, it's it's Roast of Sarah Part 2, everybody. <laughs> I've been tricked, bamboozled, hoodwinked. What'd you call me? I didn't call you anything. I'm not calling you for dinner. You have lived in Texas for too long, Sarah. That's that's a very <laughs> Southern thing to say. It's to say that back home. Again, lived in <laughs> Texas for too long. You're saying you're throwing y'alls around. <laughs> Oh my god. So when we were younger, when we were younger, <laughs> James used to abuse me. I did not. You <laughs> deserved it. <laughs> Listen to what you just said. You deserved it. Uh-huh. You're right. Clearly. Obviously. Um, and if I and was there and you kept doing it, I would do it again. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I have no qualms. Um, but no, when we were younger. Uh, if one of us slipped up and said y'all, <laughs> he would like smack us in the face. And okay, let's not, let's calm down. <laughs> calm down, people. It wasn't a slap. It was a pat. I said smack. It wasn't a smack either. It was it a was pat. A smack. It was one of those like what you do when you like pat a dog's butt, but but on the face. <laughs> but on the. <laughs> <laughs> With a little like lightly with the tips of your finger just pat 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 right on the face. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. It was just a love tap. You're right. Just to teach you a lesson. <laughs> didn't work. Never do it again. It didn't work. You're right. It didn't work. Cause now I've I've been here in Texas and I say it all the time now. I mean, I've been in Texas for four years now. I've been in Rhode Island for two years and at the end of well, November fifteenth. On me father's birthday. So in five days. Yeah. Also, happy early birthday to your father. Yeah, he'll be old. <laughs> I know y'all couldn't see his face just then, but it was it was really funny. Because he had to stop and think for a second and then just decided to say old. He'll be 63. He was born in 1960. That's right. He's two years younger than my mom. My mom's 65. And my mom in March will be 60. One. All right. Yeah. 61. Because she was born in 62. My dad is deceased, so he will not be turning any age. Um, I mean, his age still progresses. He would have been in February. He would have been 74. Mary's mom likes him old. That is true. She she does. Which she is hilarious. She a grave digger. Because. <laughs> she Speaking of, how is your stepdad? Mr. Gerberding, Marcus. It's not his oh, name, is it? Mark. <laughs> it's, just, it's just Mark. 
Um, His name's not, it's not short for Marcus? Hmm. No, his name is just Mark. Like, you know, from the Bible. Oh, yeah, I guess, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oops. Um, He's good. He's good. He's, um, I don't talk to him very often, but he seems to be doing fine. So nothing, nothing bad health wise or anything. So that's good. But he's going to be 97. No, he's in his 80s, right? Hold on. He's he's 15 years older than my mom. And then she's 65. 65. So he's going to be. Yeah, he's going to be 80 um, in February. Wow. Wow. I know. Wow. I can't do the Matthew McConaughey. You mean the Owen Wilson? Owen yes. Wilson. Yeah, that is who does that. Yep, you're right. <laughs> Oopsie. Oh, that is correct. You are right. <laughs> Not Matthew McConaughey. That's Owen Wilson. Oh, my God. All right. I'm having too much fun on this podcast. So one thing I always like, I want to point out on yours and mine. So if you go to the 72 type chart or 72 type wheel um, on yours, it is. What is it? I don't remember, Sarah. I don't have it up. Oh, I also just just took it off. So <laughs> put it back on. Hold on. I'm oh, getting... I do have it. Never mind. I do have it. Yours is a helping supporter. And then when I'm looking, so I'm looking at Ryan's too. And in Ryan's, his is a coordinating supporter. And mine, mine is a reforming observer. Yep. So, so it's like you and him are both supportive and (laughs) um, he's helping, you're coordinating. So you're like more accommodating. No, you're, you're helping. He's support or coordinating so he's more like methodical in his thinking and you're more i'm just here to help (laughs) i will do whatever needs to be done meanwhile i'm over here judging you in my own head (laughs) and thinking thinking how poorly you're doing (laughs) thinking about how the conversation is so much better in your own head than it is you don't really think that though when when you no. and I are talking. No, I mean, when some people are thinking, when some people are talking to me, I do think that. Well, yeah, I think that sometimes. Like, this conversation could have just been better if it was just me. <laughs> right. Um, my favorite thing is this meeting could have been an email. This meeting could have been an IM. It's right. Like, seriously, just shoot me an IM. And then the thing where my biggest issue with in a work and so now we're dragging our work settings. Um, mm-hmm. when someone sends you an email and it's like you should have just sent me an IM. Like send me an IM because now I'm gonna have to respond because you didn't include some information that I need. You're gonna have to respond to that and then I'm gonna give you the answer you need. Shoot me a text or an IM or a text. I mean, most people have my phone. Just message me. Like don't shoot me an email. Like, you know how many emails I get? Right. <laughs> um, how easily right. that's gonna get lost. Um, my favorite thing is when I'm talking to a client. And, you know, they if they have asked for a specific day and time and I tell them that that specific day and time is not available and they just expect me to magically change that. Like, well, can you move some things around? It's like, no, there are other people involved other than (laughs) you and your masseur or masseuse. Exactly. I'm just like, I had somebody literally tell me that I should cancel um, the the other person's appointment because they, quote unquote, needed it more. And, you know. I've seen that on, there's some TikToks that I watch where they're like, 
we'll just cancel it or just have them move or ask them, call them and ask them if they can come in at a different time. And it's like, who has the audacity to say that to someone? So many people, so many more people than you imagine have the audacity. It's um, <clears throat> It's like one of my, one of my therapists, her grandmother passed away, right? So I had to call and cancel the appointments. And one of the people that I called, like, instead of being like sympathetic and being like, oh my God, I'm so sorry to hear that, you know, this person's grandparent died. That's awful. Um, of course we can get rescheduled. She was like, ugh, ugh, that's so annoying. I just really needed this massage. I can't believe I have to reschedule. Now, okay. I'm putting myself in a sympathetic point of view. Whoa. I, it's, it's, a, <laughs> it's hard. I'm going to need to take a nap after this. Maybe smoke a cigarette a little bit, possibly. I don't know. <laughs> he but does not smoke, for the record. <laughs> grab your weed pin. I don't know. Okay, well, I've got mine. <laughs> um, I, Maybe it's... I don't know what kind of massages or physical therapy or they do. And I said masseur or masseuse. And I should have said... um. What did I, physical therapist? Was that what they're called? Massage, massage therapist. therapist. Uh, I don't know what kind of massage they do um, or this person needs, but I do work with Karen. She's my boss slash coworker slash friend at work. <laughs> and she has a lot of back issues. So getting a massage is kind of a release for her because sometimes it helps reduce the back issues. So this person yeah. could have been like looking forward to that back massage because it's a release or it's a way for them to fix some back issues that they're going through. Absolutely. But, and I, I can understand that. But somebody's grandparent died. Like somebody yeah. died. <laughs> yeah, that's I mean, it's kind of sad speaking of, oh gosh, Ryan, and I hope he doesn't mind. And if he does, he'll, he'll get over it. Um, he sent me a text message earlier and I was confused by it at first, but then I read it again. It said, so he went in early because he had a banquet that he was doing and he had, he, somebody asked if he would take it over for them. Um, and he said, my banquet is an after funeral dinner. She is the worst person in the universe. And they couldn't bury her mother because they dug up the wrong plot. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yikes. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, hey, she's a terrible person. So sometimes you get what's coming to you. I oh, thought when speaking of. I thought when I, sorry, really quick. I thought when I first read that, I thought he meant the person that died was terrible. Mm. But then I read it again and I was like, oh, he's talking about the person that is hosting the event. Mm -hmm. All right, go ahead. Um, Tomorrow is the anniversary of the death of someone who was terrible. <laughs> My grandmother. Oh, <laughs> what was her name? Roberta, but it was Roberta mm. with an I. Then the Roberta. Wait, where's so, the I? So it was spelled um, R-O-B-E-R-T-I-A. Robertia? Yes, but it was pronounced Roberta. That's so weird. My dad had a friend that's name was actually Jimmy. It wasn't James, and he went by Jimmy on his birth certificate. When he was born, they wrote Jimmy. Wow. Which, I mean, if your parents don't want you to go, like, they're going to call you that name anyways, and that's just the name that they're going to call you, it makes sense. Yeah, like I mean, it for sure makes sense. Uh, they they technically made it easier for him down the road. Yeah, because you know? then you don't you don't have to like look at it and uh, whenever you're in school, somebody say, "Oh, your name is James. Do you go by Jim? Do you go by anything else?" That is the worst. I hated it when I was in school. Yeah. Also, part of the reason I changed 
uh, from going by Ryan to James because they would always roll call and say, James Martin, do you go by anything else? And I would have to say, yeah, I actually go by Ryan. It's like, no, I don't No, Just leave me alone. Just call me James. We'll go with that. <laughs> also, it sounds more professional anyways. I and most of the time I've got I've gotten pretty good about calling you James when we're doing the podcast. Outside of the podcast, though, I just need you all to know that is not that is not the case. Yeah, she that calls me not. asshole. She's she's so mean to me. Do not call you asshole. I four call you eyes. asshole on the podcast. She calls me asshole four eyes. I do not. <laughs> hair no. flip. Hair flip. Oh, <laughs> he does the Debbie Ryan a lot. <laughs> I did used to do the, whenever I had really long hair, I used to do, not really long. My hair's never been like long, long, but long, longer than it is now. I did used to do like the emo hair flip thing where. I was just getting ready to say when your, when your hair was almost emo length. Yeah. Shake it to the side so it would get out of my face. Yep. Speaking of, my dad sent me a picture the other day of my nephew, Elijah, that looks very similar to me. And he had he shaved his head bald. But the picture that he sent me, he looked like he had also shaved his eyebrows. <laughs> I was like, did he lose a fight with a fire or something? I don't understand what's happening here. <laughs> oh, my God. No, um, Elijah looks dead up like you. Yeah. Like, don't tell him that. Oh, does he not? Does he not like to hear that? No, but he also looks like me and my sister look very similar. So he looks like his mom. Right. But your mom, like his mom and you look alike. Anyway, whatever. Um, It's it's the same with my sister. Don't tell my sister that she looks like my mom. She does. She does. She's hardcore. Exactly like your mother. She does. She is like literally my mother all over again. Um, but she will she will hate you if you tell her that. <laughs> it's it's true though. And I know she doesn't listen to the podcast. So I don't have to I don't have to worry about her her hearing this and thinking I betrayed her. Thanks for your support, Hannah. <laughs> Okay, but I I had a realization um, about Hannah last night, actually, where I was I was sitting there and I was thinking about it and I was just like, oh, my God, in like just three short years, my sister is going to be 30. I know she's not. She's 12. I'm I'm saying. And we're in our early 20s, Sarah. Yep, you're right. We're in our early 20s. Okay, I need to pause because Bobo wants to go out. So I'll be back. Okay. And we're back. For you, this was no time. But for Sarah, it was like seven minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but for Sarah, it was forever. <laughs> so what else? What else are we going to talk about? Um, I do have something to highlight. Sarah or Sarah. Sarah. Sarah and I, um, Ryan and I are going back to Indiana for Thanksgiving. Ooh. So the week... After Thanksgiving week, we will not have a podcast that comes out. So the Monday after Thanksgiving, <clears throat> um, we will not have a podcast because Ryan and I will be back in Indiana and I'm not bringing my podcasting stuff. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm bringing my laptop, so I guess technically we could, but my dad doesn't have any internet. And it's if I were to use my phone connection, it's very shoddy out there. So it's very slow. Yeah. So I don't know that it would be very good if we tried to do it. And it's okay. It's the holidays. We deserve yeah. a break. Also, this is, we're recording episode 20 of season two. This is Sorry. our 20. 
Yeah, this is our 20th episode of season two. And what is it? Let me see. Of all of them, we have done... <gasps> I don't know. It doesn't say how many. It usually says how many we have, but it doesn't say how many we've done. Hmm, weird. Well, there were 70. No, not 70. Was it 70? Uh, no. It, we were one episode shy of 50, I think. No, two. So we were in season one, we had 48 episodes. And in season two, we're on, we're recording episode 20. So 68. 68 episodes. Yeah. We should do something special for our 100. I mean, in 32 episodes, we will. <laughs> That's a long way away, Sarah. <laughs> it doesn't feel that long. I know. Um, well, do you have anything going on for Thanksgiving since that's coming up soon? Um, no, I think I'm just having Thanksgiving with um, Mac and Liz and Liz's mom. That's fun. Um, because... Is Mac? I think we talked about that. Is Mac making macaroni? Yes, there will be macaroni and cheese. Um, um, because Nick and Horace are going to be in Houston for Thanksgiving. Um, yeah, so... That's pretty much it. I don't have any really big plans. I I love Thanksgiving food, but like I'm kind of meh about the holiday overall. So Yeah. I um I did make a finalized decision. So we have our hotel booked for the way there and then on the way back because we're going to stop like a little bit more than halfway. Mm-hmm. And well, I think it's less than halfway on the way there because we have to go through Ohio, which is massive. <laughs> Yes. Like literally, oh. whenever I looked at it, Ohio is almost the entire second day. Yeah. Ohio. Do you, do you not remember that from when we used to drive out to Maryland to see Sam? Yeah. Yeah. Like, Ohio is huge. <laughs> so I've made an ex- executive decision after plotting out our um, travel there. And we're just staying in the same hotel. So we stayed in last year. Um, and I decided that we are going to take my car. Okay. And Ryan said he thinks it he doesn't care either way, but he thinks it makes sense because my car is a little bit larger. So it's a lot nice, like it's a a lot better to ride in for a longer period of time than his car. And and that's it. Okay. Also, um, I think with the blue cruise slash adaptive cruise control, it'll make the drive a lot better, too. True. So if we are we are in stop and go traffic or something like that, it's going to be less difficult on our bodies because the car will be doing most of the work. Fair. So that's exciting. Yeah. And and my family will actually get to see my new car. Yay! And, but yeah. I didn't tell them that. I my dad still thinks we're taking we're bringing Ryan's car. <laughs> and this was literally a decision I made like last week. Well, after last Saturday, Sunday. I was going to say, it was after we did the podcast. Yeah. <sighs> nice. All right. Well, what do you hear going on this weekend? Um, Not not too, too much. I have some schoolwork I'm going to catch up on tonight and tomorrow. Um, And then I'm going to hang out with my friend Quinn um, and Stacy tomorrow. Um, And then Sunday I have work. Have you hung out with your friend Amethyst or what, what was it? Not Amethyst. Gemini. Sparkle. Gemini. There you go. <laughs> yes uh gemini and i hung out um recently and we'll see each other sunday night yes because um after work on sunday there's a bowling event and so we're gonna go bowling oh that's fun is that their like government name yeah gemini oh, interesting i mean hey there are weirder names that sparkle is that is true apple 
I, oh my God, when I was in that meeting yesterday, um, for the, the practical interviews, um, one of the other assistant general managers was named Apple. No, that's, yeah. that's, I don't believe that. Also, um, I had two supervisors tell me that they interviewed someone this week, last week or within the last couple of weeks, mm-hmm. uh, same person, but they entered two different supervisors interviewed this person named James Martin. They said, oh, I just interviewed someone named James Martin. I'm like, you can't hire them. There can only be one. There can only be one. I already got rid of the other one. So there (laughs) can only be one. There was another James Martin that worked in Arden Hills um, as a manager, an engineering manager or something. But he no longer works at Boston Scientific. So I always like to say, I had to get rid of him. There can only be one James Martin at Boston Scientific. It's true. It's true. There can only be one. There's no other James Martin in this apartment complex either. He's gone. I got rid of him. Gone. You got rid of him. Good for you. Good for you, though. Like a twin eating its twin in the womb, I got rid of that test. Oh, I was going to ask you, did you see the trailer for the new Mean Girls? I did, and I'm not super excited about it because it it's just basically a recasting of Mean Girls. Yeah. I thought it was I thought it was going to be like they had girl they had children and then this is their children. Right. I didn't realize it was literally just a recasting. So I'm less interested now than I was when I thought it was going to be like Lindsay Lohan and like all the all them. Did you see the um the well, I think it was a Walmart ad that had them in it. No. And that was part of the reason I thought this was like it that was what this was going to be. So they all, I guess, were in an ad for Walmart or something. And I don't remember what it was, but um, like they they all appeared in the ad. And Gretchen Wiener, I think is who it was. I could be wrong. Um, but she had kids and they were Asian. Huh. And there was like this like small thing at the end of the first video or the first movie where she made friends outside of the plastics and like she was hanging out with a group and it was just a group of uh, Asian kids. So this kind of pulls on that and like makes it seem like she had she married and had children with someone of the Asian descent. So interesting. Yeah. So it's it's funny how they tie it in. And then that's kind of part of the reason I thought that it was just going to show what they would be like if their kids were now grown. Right. But I watched the, the, yeah, I did watch the trailer and I was like, this doesn't seem like what I want to see. Cause it was literally like a shot for shot remake from what I saw. And I was like, I don't, I don't care to see another one. The first one was perfect. Right. Not really, but not really. <laughs> but the, the, the first one was good and yeah. it's iconic. It's iconic for a reason. So why would you remake something that's that iconic? I don't know. But Tina Fey is the one who wanted to do it. So, I mean, I think because Tina and she is still the teacher. So, yeah, I might watch it just for that because I love Tina Fey. But I don't understand why they needed to do a remake of it. I don't know. Well, I'm not doing anything fun this weekend. Thanks for asking, Sarah. I appreciate you. We got distracted. (laughs) I hadn't had a chance to ask you. I actually am going to be um, putting, I had to buy a new little hammock thing for Bobo for the back seat because the one that I have, one of the clips broke, so it just keeps falling down. Uh So I have to take the old one out and put the new one in and then um, edit the podcast. And aside from that, I don't know what Ryan and I are going to do for lunch on Sunday, but we'll find something out. There you go. And when we're done here, I'm going to go eat my chocolate frosty that I got. There you go. (laughs) Self-care, people. (laughs) Self-care. 
All right. You ready to call it a podcast? Yeah, I'm ready to call it a podcast. All right. Well, thank you for listening to this week's episode of Now About That with James and Sarah. If you like this episode, please give us a like and comment. And don't forget to follow or subscribe. Uh, And then please leave a review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen, as this will help get the podcast out to more people and help us grow. Feel free to follow us on social media. Our Instagram and Twitter handle are now about that at now about that pod. And if there's something specific you would like us to talk about on the podcast, feel free to email us our Email is nowaboutthatpod at gmail.com. You can visit our website, www.nowaboutthatproductions.com, or you can give us a call and leave us a voicemail and send us a text with any questions you would like us to answer. Our phone number is 765-557-4170. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you have a great week since this will be coming out on Monday. Sarah, have a great weekend. You too. Bye, everybody. Bye.